Welcome to Speak Life Project with Lex. I'm so glad that you stopped in. And this is a place where we talk about all the things from real life topics and daily struggles and most things that people don't want to mention or talk about. And I'm excited to just dive right in. So today I want to talk about celebrating others and or let me say it like this, celebrate others, your time is coming. So what does that mean? In this day and age, I feel like because of social media and how we can get caught up in the comparison trap that we can come to the place of being salty when we see others being promoted in something that we are either aspiring to be or something that we know that we want to be or where we want to be one day. And especially in the Christian ministry world, it's so easy to get caught up in that being salty when others are being promoted and you're just staying in the same place. And I want to bring this up because man, there's been so many times where myself personally, I, it was hard for me to celebrate others around me. Like I was that person that was like smiling on the outside, but in the inside, I was festering with like unhealthy thoughts towards someone. And I know it wasn't right, but that's what was going through my mind and through my body at the time. And I was like, whoa, God, where did that come from? And then he started to just, he started to reveal how I wasn't, I, I didn't know how to celebrate others. I wasn't happy for others. And even, it even got to the point where I had a, a little bit of jealousy in there. And so when it came time to celebrate others in my life that were being promoted and I felt those feelings, I was like, okay, I can either ignore those feelings or I can bring it to you, Lord, which you already know what it is, but I want to know what it is so that I can deal with this because I don't want to stay there because it was such an ugly feeling. Like I want to be happy for those around me. I want to be that person that's celebrating the things that God is doing in someone's life. Because if you look at our lives, we all have a different path. We all have a different outcome. That's why it talks about in the Bible how we all have a function to make the body work. You know, our local church, the body that we're a part of, even if you're the toe or even if you're the the arm, we all have to come together to make the thing work. So in this day and age or not in general, life in general, we can devalue a position or devalue someone's gifting by how we think that something should be. So like, say someone's a janitor or someone's supposed to clean up the bathrooms and things like that. You're like, oh, that, I don't want to do that. But when you look at what God is saying in that, he's saying we, it takes all of us to to make the thing work. It takes all of our functions to come together to make the bigger picture. And so one of the analogies that I love to use is a puzzle and how it takes all the different pieces. There's some pieces that are bigger than others. There's some that's edges. There's some that's meant to be in the middle. But when you put that thing together, it creates the bigger picture. And so us as people are meant to come together and use our different giftings to make the body function. And so I got to the place where I was like, okay, I wanted to do that. Or I it's been prophesied or it's been spoken over me and God showed me the bigger picture. And now I'm walking out that, that thing that I've seen, I'm walking towards it, but I'm not there yet. I didn't get to that place. Then when I look to the left or to the right and I see that other people are doing the very thing that I want to do or doing the very thing that I thought I was supposed to do and I'm not there yet, but they're being promoted in it. 
I realized that I didn't like it at all. And so when I went to God and I was like, okay, God, what can I do to get better? I even saw people talk about it in that season. I was seeing people write things like, oh, celebrate others. And it's so important to share our feelings. And that's why I like to be real with you guys, because there was a a person that I look up to in that season that was sharing his testimony of how he overcame jealousy and not wanting to celebrate others. And so I got to listen to it and it really encouraged me and helped me in that season to overcome that. And he said something like, when I feel those feelings, like my flesh is like, I don't want to celebrate that person because I don't want to see them doing better. He said, I overly celebrate them. And I'm I, I, he's like, I crucify my flesh and I'm telling my flesh, like, you feel that way, but I'm going to celebrate my brother or sister because I, I'm, I am happy for what God is doing in their life. And we all have a different road and a different path and a different outcome than each other. And we don't know what the other person went through to get to where they are. We're just seeing the end result of them moving up and going to the next level. But when you think about your own life, you you know what you've been through. You know the struggles that you had to overcome, the obstacles that you had to get through to get to the place of where you are today. And so it's so easy to compare and to look at others and say, I should be here, they should be there. But when you start to get to know stories and that person's story and how they got there, then you begin to understand, okay, like I could see how you didn't give up, you didn't back down, you you didn't give in to what the enemy was trying to do to slow you down. And so now, because you were faithful, because you continued to to go, go, go and to fight and not flee and not, because you know, the fight or flight, we all have a fight or flight uh, thing that's built up in, in our body. And so when you are presented or you're going through something, you have a choice to fight or to flight. And so those people chose to fight and to continue to push through the opposition and continue to push through the the different things that were coming their way. And so when they got to a certain place that God wanted them to get to, get to he's going to promote. And then he demotes. So I always try to keep that in mind now after I did overcome the jealousy and I did overcome the times where I didn't want to celebrate others. Now I'm at a place where I'm like, Oh my goodness, girl, do your thing. Like, I want to see you rise. I want to see you stepping and walking into your calling that God has put in your life. And I want to be there clapping, like cheering you on because we're sisters in Christ. We're meant to um, help push each other. You know, like we're meant to not, secretly be jealous and saying, oh, I hope that you fail. I hope that you don't end up walking in what you're supposed to be walking in. Why? Like, how does that benefit you if the other person never walks into their calling and you do? Like, that's so selfish. And I think that if you are struggling with that, I'm not here to try to like slap your hands or anything. I'm just bringing it up to the light and and talking about it because a lot of people don't talk about these things. And then you just think that you're crazy or that you're this evil person. But in reality, most of us deal with this at some point in our life. I, I think that most of us deal with it because it's like, we don't know that something is there until something or someone ends up being promoted in front of us. And then you start to see what's in there, like what's inside, because you start to feel different things. And some people may deal with it stronger than others. But 
I thought that it was important to bring up because in this day and age, we're as women, if we're going to be building the kingdom together, and if this is an age where women are rising, we cannot be jealous or hating on them on the low. We should be celebrating one another, linking arms together and running the race together because First of all, we're not meant to do it all on our own. Second of all, the word says that one will put a thousand to flight and two ten thousand. So imagine if like a bunch of us can can link arms together and not get to the place of hating on your sister on the low because you think that you should be further along than they are. But if you can get to that place of really asking the Lord to show you how you can encourage and love one another and really enjoy and be there when they're being promoted, when your friend, your sister, your family member, whoever it is, then you will see that in time, when you're planting those seeds of support, when you're planting those seeds of encouragement, that God is going to take care of you. And there's a um, a saying that Jonathan Shuttlesworth said, he's an evangelist. He so He says, what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And that's one of the biggest things that I think of today. I'm like, okay, so what I make happen for others, instead of standing on an idea. So say like your friend is trying to figure out something that she's meant to do. And she's like maybe in the business world or something. And you have some ideas that has nothing to do with your calling. But because you don't want to see that person succeed, you're just standing on that idea that you know would help that person. But if you stood on that saying that I just said that what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. And you say, you know what? This has nothing to do with what I'm called to do, but I'm going to give you this idea. And I hope that you take it and run with it because ultimately it's not my idea. It's a God idea. So then you, you, you share it with your friend. She runs with it. And then God gives a revelation on what to do more with it. But you get to make something happen for her. And then in due time, when the time is right, because there's a time and a season for everything. And I think that if we can understand and learn how to discern the time and seasons that we're in, then we'll understand that we're going to eventually walk in what God is wanting us to do if we continue to do the work, if we continue to support others, if we continue to make happen what we want happen, what we want God to to do in our lives, then we'll see that as we plant those seeds, eventually God's going to bring us to that very thing. And another person that I can think of is there was this time that I went to a worship school or a worship class thing. And it was like a few days. It was like a worship intensive. And um, I think it was in Austin, Texas. And it was with Rick Pino and um, Jason Upton and stuff. And so they were talking about how in worship, in this day and age, we should be mothering and fathering the next generation and basically replacing ourselves I forgot. Wait, let me think of the word real quick. It was something like great, a great leader raises someone up to replace their job. So basically when you mother and father a generation, you want them to do what you do, but even more and even better than what, than how you did it. And when you do that, when you're making that happen for the next generation or someone that is supposed to be doing what you're doing, if you help them and assist them in that very thing, and even if you show them and they end up flying and doing way better than you could have ever done, 
first of all, that's a great leader. Second of all, you may be replaced out of that very thing, but God's going to bring you to something else. And he's going to say, hey, I can trust you. I can trust you with these people because I know you're going to pour into them, show them that thing, mother them, father them, nurture the gift that's inside them, and then some. So because of that, I'm going to give you more or I'm going to make happen what you made happen for them. And so when I heard that saying, this whole revelation of that came to mind and I'm like, wow, God, you're so good. And if we can get to that place of, being happy for others and then nurturing the gift of God that's inside of them and making it happen for them, then the sky's the limit. God's going to entrust you with other things because he sees that you're being his hands and feet and that you're pouring into the next generation and helping them to rise up to the occasion. And I just think that I just thought that was such a beautiful analogy, mothering the next generation to be able to replace you so that you can move on and do think that way. Like I was saying earlier, Oh, it wasn't always easy for me to think that way. Like I was saying earlier, it had to, it took some work. It took some time of those things coming to the surface and then allowing the Lord to, to take all the rock and all the ugliness out. And then, you know, like the refiner's fire and then burning that thing away. Then it coming up again and some other stuff coming to the surface. Then the refiner's fire burning all the dross and all the ugly stuff away. And then not just tossing it to the side and ignoring it, but saying, man, I don't want to feel that way. I want to celebrate others. I want to come to that place where I'm lifting others up. I'm lifting up my sisters. I'm cheering them on. I'm their biggest supporter. I'm encouraging them and not trying to tear them down and not secretly hating them and not go- gossiping and not backbiting and all these different things. And I noticed in my life, the minute that I made that shift and that change, that God started to do those things for me. So I said, all I have to say is now in this season of my life, I couldn't even have imagined what's been taking place. And people can look at me and say, oh my goodness, like you don't deserve it. I should be the one. I should be the one to get that word. I should be the one to be doing those things. But like I said before, you don't know what it took to get to this place. I didn't just walk up into it. It took work. It took work of facing those things from my past. It took work in being on a healing journey of trying to overcome fear and overcome different things that the enemy was trying to throw my way. And so recently, a few weeks ago, um, my church had a conference and in the conference, it was uh, called homecoming. And it was like a time where all the different churches, church campuses came together as one to unite, which is awesome because in this day and age to unite as one, it's really hard with all kinds of division and distractions and things that happen. So it was such a beautiful thing to see the body of Christ come together and unite. So in that, they had like different um, different pastors speak from the different campuses. So I think this was like a few nights in, we had one of the women pastors from one of the churches speak. And she did awesome. She spoke on how, kind of like what I'm speaking on today, she spoke on how we should be lifting each other up as, as people. And if we don't, then it's time to let go and cut those people off that are trying to drag us down with them. Because 
a lot of times people see us as that person that just started out. Oh, you're just the little old person that always did this, this and that. They try to label you. So then when God moves you up to the next level, to a new place, a new space, they can't see you as that person anymore. They they don't want to acknowledge the growth, the the work that you've been putting in and how God is promoting you. So in that, they'll never see you in that way. And because of that, you don't want them to hold you back and drag you down. So you got to let some of those people go because they're not going to, they're choosing not to see you in the new way that God is, is uh, pushing you in that season. So it was so good. But at the end, our pastor at our church, he really wanted to have an impartation for the younger generation. And so in that specific night, he called up all the young people that wanted to become a worship leader, a minstrel, a psalmist, anything in that vein that came to music. He said, if you're um, 18 and under, come up, if that's what you feel like God is leading you to do in the future. So it was such a beautiful sight. We had all the kids and the, and the teenagers come up on the stage. We, the the team that was already in place, the adults, gave someone our mic for them to sing. So one of the kids on the stage we gave them the mic to sing and then we were able to pray behind them. And it was such a beautiful picture because in my mind, when we were doing that, it was like an act of um, passing the baton to the next generation. So as I was passing the mic to one of the girls in front of me and then praying for her, I saw this baton being passed like, okay, you guys are rising up and it's time for you guys to take your place. And in that, as I was praying for one of the girls that was singing, there was just like, it was just a, a powerful sound, a new sound that God is wanting to release in the earth. And after that, one of my other friends, she, she went up or she got called up and there was like four different people that prophesied over her that gave her an encouraging word and how she's going to be doing some amazing things and writing songs and, and really moving to the next level in her worship. And I was so excited for her. I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I was cheering her on, clapping for her. And I really genuinely was happy for her. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes, she's the sweetest girl. I'm so excited for all that God is going to do. And it's crazy because I, before in the past, I probably would have been like manifesting like, oh my goodness, like what about me? Like having that that uh thing in the back of my mind like oh that should be me that should be me getting all the things and da 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 but I was literally truly happy for her and that's when I knew in that moment wow God I'm finally overcome that thing of not wanting to celebrate others and in that right after my pastor points me out and he calls me up and he says Alexis I want you to come forward and I was like okay like this is nerve wracking. Why? And in my mind, I'm like, yo, like, I don't know why he's calling me out. And then he was like talking about something else while I'm just standing there in the middle of the stage. And I'm like, yo, like, what is this for? So my hands were sweating and I was starting to get nervous and I knew it was going to be good, but I just didn't know or what to expect. And so I was just standing there. But afterwards, he had the, the woman pastor that was there, Pastor Karen, he called her up to impart into me the same type of anointing that she has when she preaches into me. And he's like, you're called to be a preacher. And he just started to say some other things, but he said that. And then she came over and, and prayed over me. And I just felt this like jolt in my body 
this fire of God that was so tangible that like I literally couldn't stand. So I fell and he even showed me this whole vision. And I said a lot to say is all those years that I felt left out, all those years that I didn't want to celebrate others, but then the Lord showed me and changed my perspective and changed my heart posture towards that. And then I started, there was a a season where I celebrated everybody else. And I was like, I'm going to celebrate you. I'm going to support you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm either going to, I'm even going to help pull what you're called to do and what you're meant to do. I'm going to help push you into that thing. And that's literally like one of my sayings now, like, Oh, if you hang around me too long, I'm going to push you into what you're called to do. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to give you a little nudge because as a friend, that's what I love to do. And so in this, this uh, moment when this happened, I always knew on the low that I was supposed to speak, didn't want to really do it, but then knew that God wanted me to do it, but kind of never really like fully embraced it. But then when he called me out like that, it was a confirmation, but not only was it a confirmation, but it was also a visual of how all these years God was working, even when I was salty and then even when I didn't think that it would ever happen for me and I chose to celebrate others that were in that very thing or doing the very thing that I was wanting to do, still chose to support them, encourage them. And then my time came. So I wanted to encourage you that in this season, maybe you feel like you've been waiting for years upon years. But God is working in the midst of it all. He's always working on our behalf and what the enemy tries to throw our way, what he means for meant for evil. God literally shifts it and he changes it for good. And so with this story, I wanted to share it, not to brag, not to say, oh, look at me, but I really wanted to share it because I wanted to show you and give you a visual, a picture of what it looks like to continue to support those around you that are doing the very thing that you're wanting to do, but your time has not come yet. That doesn't mean you'll never get to do it. It just means that your time isn't here yet, but there is a time and a season and seasons aren't forever. Seasons change. And when seasons change, it gets closer to the time that you're going to be able to step in and walk in to your destiny and what God is wanting you to do. And so it wasn't easy in the waiting. The waiting is hard. And I find myself and those around me that when we're in the waiting, it's easy to give up because you're not seeing what you're, you're not seeing what is being said, or you're not seeing what in the now, you're not seeing what you know is to come in the future. So in the waiting, don't give up. Do not give up, girl. You got this. When you stand and partner with God, you will not fail. But you have to, the key word is to continue to partner with him and not get, not allow the enemy to put in your head like, oh, it's never going to happen. You're never going to get there. Everyone around you is moving, but you're just at a standstill. And it's not true. If you're, if you're working and doing the things that God is wanting you to do and continuing to, to, uh, pursue him, then it just means that it's not your time. And I heard this saying that I want to say to you guys is the bigger the call, the bigger the, 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 I'm trying to find the right word. I don't want to butcher it, but it's a really good saying. Something like the bigger the call, the bigger the, the warfare or the struggle it is to get to that place. Because if you're going to be elevated one day and promoted in the thing that you're supposed to be doing, you have to be built. You have to have character. 
because your gifting and your stuff can get you inside that room, but your character can get you kicked out just as fast as you got up in that room. So you want your character to match your gifting and to match the call that God is wanting you to do. So in that waiting, continue to work on your character, continue to Face the things that are surfacing, that are coming to the surface. Let the Lord burn those things away. And then as it comes again, let him burn it away. And as it resurfaces again, let it burn, let him burn it away. And the more that you let him refine you, then you'll start to look back and say, wow, I'm coming a long way. And as the refiner refines that fire, it starts to form into the, the beautiful, shiny gold that we're loving to wear and to see. And so in that waiting, let the refiner burn those things away that come to the surface. Continue to get to know him through the word, right? The more that you're in your word, the more that you're going to get to know his heartbeat and the more that you'll be a better representation of Christ. And so there's things that you can do in the waiting that when the time in the season comes for you to walk in what he's wanting you to do, then you'll realize and look back, man, it was worth it. It was worth trying to, or it was worth overcoming those obstacles. It was worth standing, withstanding the storm. And it was worth pursuing you at a level that I've never pursued before. And as we get higher and as we go from glory to glory, and as we go from the next level to the next level, it's going to get harder. But when we partner with God and we allow him to, to work on the inside of us, then it gets easier in the way of like, if I could just surrender and trust in him, then I don't have to worry. And I don't have to try to figure it out. I don't have to understand all I, all I know is that I trust in my God and I know that he's going to bring me through this come what may. So I hope that this whole thing encouraged you. My whole heart is to show you, hey, you may be feeling those those things right now. Maybe you don't want to celebrate others around you because it hurts too bad. And it reminds you of how you've been in the waiting for a long time. But if you can get to the point to celebrate your sisters, to encourage them, to help push others around you to do the thing that you're wanting to do, what you make happen for others, God it will make happen for you. Remember that. And so we know that the whole concept of what you, you, re, you reap what you sow. So what you're, what seeds you're planting now, you'll begin to see unfold in the future. So remember to be that person that, that encourages, be that person that's always there and pushing others forward and not trying to tear them down and bring them backwards. And I did want to read one scripture before I go and then I'll pray us out. But in 1 Thessalonians 5.11, it says, because of this, encourage the hearts of your fellow believers and support one another, just as you already have been doing. Dear brothers and sisters, make sure that you show your deep appreciation for those who cherish you and diligently work as ministers among you, for they are your leaders who care for you, teach you, and stand before the Lord on your behalf. They value you with great love because of their service to you. Let peace reign among yourselves. We appeal to you, dear brothers and sisters, to instruct those who are not in their place of battle. Be skilled at gently encouraging those who feel themselves inadequate. 
Be faithful to stand your ground. Help the weak to stand again. Be quick to demonstrate patience with everyone. Resist revenge and make sure that no one pays back evil in place of evil, but always pursue doing what is beautiful to one another and to all the unbelievers. So when I read that, I'm like, he, Paul is telling us to encourage those that are around us because when I think about my life, there's some times where I wish that I had better support in some areas when I was younger. I'm like, man, if I only had support in this area, if I had the people that I have now in my life back then pushing me to do what I'm called to do and cheer me on, man, I would have been a force to be reckoned with. But that was that timing and now I have it now. But when you're that person to someone else, first of all, it's better to give than receive. So you're you're giving of yourself. You're it doesn't take much to encourage someone else and to support someone else and vice versa, you know? So when I read that, it encourages me to want to encourage others that when they're in the battle or when they're weak or when they're going through something or, and then when they're being celebrated and then when they're being promoted to also remember to encourage and cheer them on as well. So I'm going to pray. And I pray that this encourage you to be able to celebrate those that are around you. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I pray for each and every woman that's on here. I just pray that you would help them to celebrate those that are around them in their lives. I pray that any jealousy, any seeds of comparison, any seeds that's not of you, we, I just pray that you would uproot them and reveal it and expose it so that it can be brought to the surface to be dealt with, Father. And I just pray that... As time goes on, as people are promoted around us, that you would help us to even get to know them, to know their story so that we know all that they had to overcome to get to the place that they are at now, Father. And I just pray that you would give us the courage, give us the strength to continue to stand our ground, to continue to fight and to not give up in the waiting, Father. And I just pray that in the waiting, you would teach us how to wait, that you would show us the things that we can do while we're waiting, that we can do to prepare ourselves for the future. Help us to build our character. Help us to not be selfish, but to always strategize and to find out how we can put others before ourselves so that when our time comes, we're able to be humble and not full of pride. And I thank you for all that you're doing. And I pray that everyone has a great rest of the week. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen. Thank you ladies so much for tuning in. Remember to speak life always, and I will catch you next week. Mm -hmm.